Oh yeah, we getting hot in these streets, man. We getting hot in these streets. Four plays already and shit on my last one. Shit, well, this one about to get 10 on this motherfucker. Every time y'all play that shit, I get paid, nigga. But I ain't going to get paid till I get a certain amount. So y'all keep listening. I will get paid. So, man, we're going to get into this new episode. It's called The Soundtracks of Our Lives. We're going to get to that last for sure. But the first thing we're going to talk about, let's get into it, man. Let's stop playing, man. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all LeBron fans see uh, Detroit beat the Lakers tonight. Blake Griffin had a career high 23. No, I'm just fucking with y'all. Blake Griffin finally showed up this season with his bum ass. This nigga's on, running on fumes. This nigga got a paraplegic out here in this bitch. Scoring nigga was, I don't know. They lost last night to the Sixers in the close one though. That's what I really wanted to talk about. I, that was a very good game. You know, this is a premier game. You had um, you had LeBron and company. You know what I'm saying? Going against the best team in the East. And Joel Embiid, man, was cooking Anthony Davis. He was fucking AD up. Anthony Davis had a disappointing season, and he has let me down. I thought he was the best player in the league, but deep down inside, I was wrong. He's a top 10 player, but he is who I thought he was. As soon as I start giving AD props, this is what he does. He's soft, for one. He ain't blocked a shot since the motherfucking playoffs and his numbers are down and it just seems like him I mean at least LeBron is playing like he wants to win you know he, I think he's the leading I think he leads in scoring if I'm not mistaken I'm, I could be wrong it's either him or Steph Curry but one thing I wanted to talk about about that Lakers Sixers game is the flagrant foul on Joel Embiid Lord knows if it was in reverse, Joel Embiid would have got a flagrant two and would have got kicked out the game, would have got suspended a game and fine. LeBron James, no penalties. We all know that this is white privilege. <laughs> this is Braun privilege, white privilege. Like, I understand that maybe it was a flagrant one, but that was a flagrant two. You knocked this man out the air. Vince Carter did the same thing, undercut a nigga last year, and they threw his ass out. LeBron James should have took his ass into the locker room after that dirty shit that he pulled. LeBron did has LeBron does not get dinged for dirty shit. He knocked Gordon Hayward out the air and 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 threw his shit the fuck back. Him and Jay Crowder, y'all y'all don't they, they don't want to bring that up. They don't want me to make fun of their hero. They don't want me to talk shit about their hero and say that he's dirty. But it's the truth. That's this is the this isn't the first nigga that he's knocked out of the air. This is just the first time that he's gotten caught. But off that subject, Karis Levert, man. Prayers go out to Karis Levert that what what was in his kidney was cancer. That's crazy. 
Man, I thought Karis LeVert was about to go over to Indiana and ball, and looks like we have a delay. There's no timetable on his return, but there was cancer in his kidney, and he had successful surgery to get it removed. So thank God that Karis LeVert is alive and well, and hopefully that cancer does not return. Um, T.I. and Tiny, oh man, this is some crazy shit, y'all. Listen, T.I. and Tiny have been accused of putting Molly in a lot of chicks champagne and she didn't even know it and taking the ass. They're being accused of the R. Kelly. They don't want to believe it. You guys are killing me with this shit, shout it. I have not inebriated these females. <laughs> Yo. Yo. And they said Shekinah used to recruit the, the females to bring the T.I. and Tiny for the threesomes. But they're saying this is a whole different extreme to the point where they were drugging and having sex with these females in a sex cult. Do I believe that there was a sex cult? No. Do I believe that Shekinah was recruiting bitches for them? Yes. T.I. and Tiny are into some freaky shit. That's what they do. They are celebrities. They're rich enough to fuck anybody that they want. They definitely had threesomes. And that's their business. Um, special R.I.P. to Cicely Tyson. She passed at the tender age of 96. I mean, shit. I mean, is it sad? A little bit. But that woman lived a full life. And she deserves to be celebrated by her family and her fans. Lonzo Ball has been dangled on the trade market. Why is that? Contracts. When you can't come to an agreement on the contract that you want, you let the contract expire or you try to get something for him. A lot of, I mean, I think Lonzo should go to the Portland Trailblazers. That'd be a great place for him because they need some help with CJ McCollum gone. And then then when CJ comes back, they can play small ball. That's what Terry Stotts wants to do any fucking way. But yeah, man, I don't know. Lonzo can go to many places. Hell, come to Detroit. Fuck it. There's so many places that could use Lonzo Ball. But Portland's probably the best landing spot. Utah Jazz, ever since Shaq said that Donovan Mitchell couldn't lead a team to a championship, the Utah Jazz have jumped into the number one spot in the West. And this is what I mean. This is why I like Donovan Mitchell. He took that criticism and showed Shaq and the rest of the world that I'm that nigga. Meanwhile, LeBron and Kevin Durant want to cry and say that, that Shaq and Charles are idiots when those guys are trying to light a fire into your ass. Pause, but it's the truth. The NBA is soft. You know what I'm saying? And they don't like the new NBA. Shaq, you know, you know, Shaq gets in his feelings too don't get me wrong but at the same time like this generation 
It's so sensitive. Like, you can't criticize these guys for no, you know, and that's fucked up. And it's uh, and it's so uh, and it's and it ruins the NBA. I cannot wait until the people in LeBron's generation retire, like Chris Paul, and you know, I can't. I want to see what these young boys like Ja, Luca, Zion do with this NBA. But shout out to Utah. Oh yeah, we got great news. If you, I, I mean, hip hop enthusiasts, not these mumble rap. This this news ain't for these mumble rap Drake fanboys. No disrespect. You know, Drake sexuals or no young thug dressing ass niggas. This ain't for them auto tune trap beat niggas. It's only for the hip hop enthusiasts. Griselda is fine. Westside Gun and Conway have patched things up. Um, multiple people are reporting this. I had to make sure. You know, me, I want a little bit more confirmation. I want to see Conway, Westside, and Benny on a track again. But as of now, Griselda is fine. And Conway is set to drop a whole new project produced by Big Ghost. If you're unfamiliar with him... He was a blogger, you know what I'm saying? He used to drop album reviews, and he kind of influenced me a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. He influenced me to speak my mind and not give a fuck in album reviews. And he's also a producer. And Conway and Big Ghost have collaborated before on No One Mourns the Wicked. Now, on February 5th, if it bleeds, it can be killed. Will drop. Conway and Big Ghost. So, Kyle expect I, I, I expect nothing less than great. Conway can't half-ass. Now we get to the main topic. That was a little quick ten minutes right there. Now, '90s and 2000s soundtracks, man. We just strictly talk in that era, 90s and 2000s. I mean, on my YouTube page, on you can inbox me too, King Known on Twitter, or you know, at me on Twitter. You can uh, inbox me on Facebook about these questions, about this question. You can uh, DM me on Instagram at King Gnome. You know what I'm saying? What are some of your favorite soundtracks of the 90s and 2000s? We're going to do a firing range here. Okay, we're going to do a firing range. I'm going to try to be as quick as possible. I'm going to try to be 20 minutes and try to do a brief synopsis of this. Because these were the soundtracks of my life. Soundtracks with rap and R&B You know what I mean But I'm going to just speak on each one I'm going to start I'm going to do it alphabetically Above the Rim soundtrack This was a Death Row heralded soundtrack It contained Anything SWV The remix The first remix Not the Wu-Tang one Um, Nate Dogg and Warren G Regulate 
and it also had, you know, um, Joel, Dog Pound, um, Tupac was on the tape version. The uh, Pain would stretch. Um, Afro Puffs. Man. Ah. So many memories. Um... Uh, my, my One of my joints on there was this lady named Sweet Sable. It was a song called Old Time Sake. Man, she made herself out to be a cool-ass chick on that record. Yeah, but Above the Rim soundtrack, it wasn't the best soundtrack of the 90s and 2000s, but it was okay. A Bad Boy soundtrack. Um, man, I mean, the 90s was in full swing. It had heavy hitters, you know, it had Warren G on there. The the key, the main song was the B-side with the Brat and Jermaine Dupri and Biggie. That was the big song on that soundtrack. Um, you know, they had that 69 Boys song, you know, 69 Boys had all those up-tempo Miami bass songs. That shit was hot. Uh, John B. and Babyface had a joint, Escape. Me, personally, this wasn't the best soundtrack of that era, but it had moments. Bad Boys 2, though. That soundtrack was huge. You know, that was heralded by Sean Puffy Combs. I mean, this nigga had a song with Pharrell and Lenny Kravitz. Like, that shit was lit. Jay-Z had La La La. Nelly had that Shake It Tail Feather joint. That was huge. With Murphy Lee. Murphy Lee caught a body on that, bitch. Um, Realist Niggas with 50 Cent. You know, that gangster shit with Loon and, and, and Snoop Dogg. That was the joint that beat. Then you had Dr. Dre scoring the uh, movie. Crazy. And then also, the band. You remember the band had that Why the Devil Keep on Fucking With Me? That song was crazy. I don't care what nobody says. The Best Man soundtrack. That shit was out of there, dog. Like the Best Man soundtrack was nuts. Like that 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 theme song, The Roots. Shh. Listen, man. Black Thought. <sighs> Body. Then the Beyonce record on there. You know, that was like before Beyonce became Beyonce. You know, Old Girl from Escape had a solo song that was crazy. Um, Eric Benet had a song on there. Like, that was sick. Faith Evans had a dope-ass song on there. The Lauren Hill and Bob Marley mashup, Turn Your Lights Down Low. Crazy. As My Girl, the original with Maxwell, not the one he put on his album. I didn't like that one. I like the original. Allure, what happened to them? They were a decent R&B group. They, and then, of course, another theme of that soundtrack, The Best Man I Could Be. It was the first time that four R&B niggas like, came together and did a song. 
Like, that was dope having Tyrese, RL, Case, and Genuine on, on the same record. Now, I know y'all niggas is going laugh, but I don't give a fuck. Bones, you remember that shitty-ass horror movie that Snoop Dogg put out? Well, the soundtrack was a hundred times better than the movie. I mean, it was just all West Coast legends. It was a West Coast thing, you know, MC Ren, Snoop Dogg, RBX, Trey D, Badass, Rest in Peace, Exhibit was on here, Superfly, you know what I'm saying, Nate Dogg. And then, you know, the highlight of the Bones soundtrack, it was, it was, that's an underrated soundtrack to me. Oh, D12 was on here. The highlight was, um, So Fresh, So Clean remix, like Outkast, Snoop, and and Sleepy Brown, like that shit was out of there. Then you had the Boomerang soundtrack, like, fam, New Jack Swing at its peak. You know, you had that record with Tony Braxton and Babyface. You had that Aaron Hall and Charlie Wilson joint. The PM Dawn joint was straight, but my the the joint on there. I mean, it had the end of the road by Boys to Men on this bitch. Then my joint on there was the Johnny Gill joint. There you go. That's that shit, nigga. That's out of there. Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. I mean, you know, this was Prime DMX. You know, X Gonna Give It To You was everywhere. And then that Eminem, Obi, and DMX song. Listen, man. If you got some rage in you, you go into the rage room, you just want to fuck some shit up, you got to listen to Go To Sleep. I ain't going to breathe till I see you sleep. Like, Eminem channeled his inner Tupac on there, boy. Like, Go To Sleep was crazy. That was one of the hardest Eminem songs. G-Unit was on here. Joe Buttons. Clips. Big Timers had a joint on there. That shit was alright, though. Wasn't the best soundtrack, though. Then, what kicked off the soundtracks in the 90s and all that, Deep Cover. Like, this started a lot of careers. I mean... Deep Cover, the title track with Snoop Dogg was everywhere. And it brought the West Coast to the East Coast. I mean, Jewel was on here. Um, Cocaine. Uh, Babyface and them was on here. Like, this was a solid soundtrack. It didn't have, like, big name artists on here. But some of the songs on here were pretty fucking dope. Um, the Rush Hour soundtrack was crazy. I mean, it had that Faded Pictures joint. It had the Can I Get a What, What? That was the one that put that soundtrack over the top. Even though Rush Hour soundtrack wasn't all that to me. Fast and the Furious soundtrack. The first one. Listen. Bruh. That first Fast and the Furious. This was during Murder, Inc.'s Prime. Like... The Faith Evans and Ja Rule record, like, that shit was serious. Um, Ashanti had her solo joint. Tank, the Race Against Time joint, crazy. R. Kelly joint. I had R. Kelly on here. 
that Limp Biscuit rolling remix with Method Man, Red Man, and DMX. Crazy. And it, and it had the uh, Put It On Me remix on here. Like, Fast and the Furious might be, I don't know, That that's definitely top 15 soundtracks of that era. Friday, the first Friday soundtrack, right? Listen, bruh. Keep the heads ringing. Ice Cube, the title track for Friday. Mac 10's joint, take a hit. That was kind of laid back. Mac 10's usually known for doing high energy West Coast shit. Um, they had the Isley Brothers. They had that I want to get next to you old school joint. Cypress Hill. Like. You know, you remember the story where Ice Cube tried to get throw your set in the air for Friday and they couldn't. So Ice Cube decided to make a hook that was similar. And then, you know, it was an all out war and it was a battle rap all over a hook. Get Richard Die Trying soundtrack during the height of the G-Unit era with the G-Unit expansion team. Like the mixtape, Are You a Window Shopper has some of these songs on here. The G-Unit Radio Fit Team, but damn. Hustler's Ambition. That's like one of my top five favorite 50 Cent songs. Like, what if? That's one of the most underrated 50 Cent songs, man. You already know with 50 and Buck. Out of there. Like, motherfucking... We, uh... The Get Low record with Lloyd Banks. That song should have been a hit. Born Alone, Die. Lloyd Banks was on here a lot. I don't know Officer was my shit. With Prodigy, Lloyd Banks, and Mace. Mace caught a body on that bitch. Talk About Me, When It Rains It Pours. The original Best Friend. And then my personal favorite song on here. I Whip Your Head, Boy. Like... I don't give a fuck about Young Buck and the tranny shit. Young Buck was nice. I'll whip your head, boy. Was, man, dog. I hear that song now. I'm getting hyped like 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 it's new. One of the more underrated soundtracks of the 90s was the Half Plenty soundtrack. Y'all ever seen that movie? Like... That movie, you know what I'm saying? It was an independent film that crossed over. That was a good-ass movie. It was a it was a cult classic. Cult classic movie, you know what I'm saying? But the, that soundtrack, though, had everybody on there. From Jay-Z. It had everybody on there. From Jay-Z. Yeah, I got lost in the sauce. Hold on. Yeah, from Faith Evans. Babyface. It was like the height of the 90s. It came out in 97. Had John B. SWV on there twice. Erica Badu. Queen Pen in her prime, like uh, Jail Felony, Method Man, DMX. Like, that soundtrack was sick. 
Another underrated soundtrack for me. Higher Learning. Like, this shit came out in 95. Like, Ice Cube was on here. The song that Michelle and Digo Cello had on here, man, she had a little... That was that was an underrated, you know what I'm saying? That was an underrated run. That's an underrated R&B artist. Um, Mr. Grimm had a second song. Like, damn, he tried. Outcast had a dope-ass song. Jeanne was on here. Brand New Heavies. Like, yo... Y'all got to check out Brand New Heavy's catalog. Like, if you like, like, real fucking music, like a band and all that, not like a rock band, but like a jam band. It's a big difference. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Juice soundtrack. It has some okay songs. I mean, Aaron Hall, the, the, the Aaron Hall joint was the one. The Don't Be Afraid. That was out of there. Uh, the Big Daddy Kane song was okay, but Uptown Anthem, though. Uptown Anthem. Uptown motherfucking Anthem. This put Tretch on the motherfucking map as one of the greatest rappers of all time. That Life soundtrack? Crazy. Like, it had everybody on that Life soundtrack. R. Kelly wrote about 75% of that soundtrack. Like, that Casey and JoJo song, out of there. The the Kelly Price joint, crazy. Fortunate with Maxwell. That was out of there. The DJ Quick song, an R. Kelly joint, out of there. The, the joint that Wyclef John had on the Life soundtrack, Greatness. Now, this is what, now this soundtrack right here is a top 10. This is a top 10 soundtrack. Love Jones. That soundtrack was insane. Wyclef and them eight on air. Like Lauren Hill, the sweetest thing. Her cover of that home run. Out of there. I keep thinking Love Jones came out in 95. That was 97. Hopeless. Dion Ferris. Like that song is crazy. The Groove Theory joint. Crazy. The Kenny Lattimore joint on here. Out of there. I'm, I know I'm bringing back memories, nigga. That Men in Black soundtrack was sick. Yeah, that the first time you ever heard Alicia Keys was on that soundtrack. Will Smith, like, them two joints he had, had on there was, was sick. Tribe Called Quest had my favorite song on there. The same old thing. Nuts. Um, the Mo Money soundtrack wasn't that bad. It was that 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 was released like at the peak of New Jack Swing. I didn't like the Public Enemy song on there. I fucking hated that shit. The Ralph Tresman song, "Money Can't Buy Me Love," out of there. The joint that Luther Vandross and 
Janet Jackson did with Bell Biv DeVoe. Out of there. The the Big Daddy Kane joint was crazy. The I Adore You joint by Karam Wheeler. Dog. One of the best sex songs of all time. The, 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 the shit. Out of there. Money Talk soundtrack. Nigga. Man, that had to be one of the most the best soundtracks. I don't think it was top 10, but it could be top 20 of that 90s, 2000s era. Like, it had Faith Evans and Barry White on the same song. Puff Daddy and Black Rob had a joint with Kelly Price. Mary J had a solo joint. The, the joint with Lil' Kim. Shh, money Talk. And Timbaland. Oh, my God. Prime Timbaland. Prime Lil' Kim. SWV was on here. Angie Stone had a had a bop on there. Brand Nubian was on here. Michelle Indigo Cello was on here. Rick James and Lil' C's had a joint. Produced by Jermaine Dupree. Out of there. I don't know how that happened, but that was weird. Rick James and Lil C's. You see that on paper, your stomach a turn. New Jack City. Again, New Jack Swing era. Like, that's all that played on the radio. New Jack Swing. The theme song with 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 uh Queen Latifah, Lavert, and Troop. Out of there. Queen Latifah bodied that shit. Man, Johnny Gill was like on all these fucking soundtracks. Johnny Gill was that nigga though. Oh yeah, I want to sex you up, of course. Man, oh, I'm dreaming with Christopher Williams. That was a bop. New Jersey Drive, like that soundtrack was hard. Like that was that was like real Gangster and and it had um before I let go on here. They slapped that on there. I, I mean the red man, they had red man on here, outcast, heavy D. Heavy D was in the movie, he had a cameo. They tried to make it act like Heavy D was the star. Keith Murray, MC8, Coolio, Black Moon, Naughty by Nature. Organized confusion. Y'all don't know nothing about them. Next Friday soundtrack. Underrated. Underrated. Definitely underrated. Like that Big Timers, Mac 10, BG, and Lil Wayne joint on there. Crazy. It had I Don't Wanna by Aaliyah. It had the the Busy Bull, the 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 uh Busy Bone and Crazy Bone uh, solo joints was out of there. It had Chin Check, NWA, MC Ren, Snoop, Dre and Cube. Insane. Wu-Tang was on there. Vita and Ja Rule. The Y-Clef joint, that's my favorite song on that soundtrack. I like it more than I like Chin Check. That low income... Like, thank God it's Friday. That shit is out. That shit is out of there, nigga. 
Now, this could be a top 10 soundtrack of that era. Nothing to Lose soundtrack. Y'all remember that movie with Martin Lawrence? That was a good-ass movie. But the highlight, of course, was Ladies Night with Lil' Kim, Angie Martinez, Fine Ass, Left Eye, Missy Elliott, The Brat. That that was the peak of the of female rap to me. Like all of them cop bodies on that bitch. Like all of them did good. It wasn't like a standout because the song was just so fucking good. Gas and Superfly was on here. My joint, Tragedy Gaddafi and Capone and Noriega, that thug paradise. That nigga Nori cleared the fucking room with his verse. That was a body. Man, I never heard of this group named Amari, but I know who Buckshot is. That get down with me. That was a good joint. Master P had a joint with TRU. And Mercedes was on this bitch. Never, I forgot about that. Outcast had a joint on there. Eight Baller MJG. Queen Latifah had a joint on there. That was a dope ass song. Where she was singing and shit. Man, the Nutty Professor soundtrack. That was alright, the first one. But that second one was crazy though. I mean, I know the first Nutty Professor had Ain't No Nigga and Last Night I Was Inside of You. Listen, that song is the nice way of saying that I fucked this bitch raw dog doggy style. That was just a nice way of saying I got the pussy. And I, and I know Nutty Professor had Touch Me, Tease Me. But that Nutty Professor 2 soundtrack was out of there. Like, it had the Thong song on there. It had Red Man and Eminem on the same song. For hip-hop heads, that was a dream come true to see Red Man and Eminem because Eminem definitely got some of his style from Red Man. You could just see it in that flow. The Method Man joint was crazy. It had Missing You by Case. It had Hey Poppy, that Jay-Z joint. That shit was sick. Let's see, what else? Poetic Justice. It had a nice little mix. Poetic Justice soundtrack was up there. Had that Endo Smoke. Warren G, Mr. Grimm, and Nate Dogg. That shit was crazy. Usher first song was on Poetic Justice. That Niggas Don't Give a Fuck by Dog Pound. Nice and Smooth had a hard joint on there called Cash In My Hands. Like, Nice and Smooth was one of them underrated rap groups of the 90s. They were they had talent. Janet Jackson, you know what I mean? TLC had that joint on there, that Get It Up shit. Crazy. Now, in my personal opinion, this could be top 10 of that era. The Preacher's Wife soundtrack. It was a lot of gospel. I'm not in the gospel, but the gospel songs on there was out of there. And then that joint with New Edition and Monica and Faith Evans and Whitney Houston. Bodies. I believe in you and me. Like, my heart is called. Like, there's some hits on that shit, man. Straight fucking buckets on that Preacher's Wife soundtrack. 
I don't know. This could be outside the top 10, but Ride. You remember that movie, Ride? It was like straight to DVD, but it was good. It was a good ass movie. It was funny as fuck. It had all the rappers in it, like Sticky Fingers, Fredjo Star, Snoop Dogg, had Malik Yoba, and that fine ass. What's her name? Melissa De Salsa. Yeah, the chick that played Shelby in, uh, in Best Man. Shorty was the lead in that movie. That was a good ass. And Uncle Luke was in that movie. Like Rye was a good, was good was funny as hell. But that soundtrack was loaded. It had Redman, Dave Hollister, Eric Sermon, that Onyx and Wu Tang joint, that Blood Money Part Two with Noriega, Nas, and Nature, that Mia X Fiend and Max song, crazy. That's something for the people joint. Then, of course, we got to come across Romeo Must Die. That might be in that. I don't, I mean, Romeo Must Die. I'm not going to say that was a top 10, top 15, top 20. That shit wasn't really shit without Aaliyah, in my personal opinion. But, yeah, Aaliyah made that soundtrack. I mean, with Try Again, I Don't Want to. Listen, Try Again. I can't even talk about it. How great that shit was. That beat. Aaliyah. You know, come back in one piece. I'ma say it now. That's like a top five rapping RB collabo ever. Aaliyah and DMX just mashed. I wish they could have made more music together. Yeah, we above 20 minutes. This is about to be a 50-minute show. But I'm I'm trying. I'm almost done, y'all. Hang in there. Are you feeling me? Aaliyah? Come on, man. Aaliyah was... Oh, man. That Timbaland and Magoo song. Like, the video version was better than the album version. The album version of We Add It Again sucked. But that video version, Magoo... Who wrote for Magoo, man? Magoo was not that nice. Static Major put a body on that hook, though. But other than them songs, oh yeah, the BG joint, Rolling Raw, that shit was alright, but the rest of that shit was fucking ass. Shaft, that Shaft soundtrack was crazy. R. Kelly, them two joints he had on there was nuts. Donnell Jones, Do What I Gotta Do, Big Gip had a hard song. Man, listen, this is this got to be the hardest track. This got to be the hardest group of niggas that's ever been put on a track. Outkast, UGK, and Sleepy Brown did a joint called Tough Guy. I heavily suggest you check that song out. All four of them niggas just killed that. Two legendary Southern groups. T.I. and Beanie Siegel. Did a joint called Two Glock Nines. Crazy. Angie Stone, my loving will give you something. Yo, crazy. Now, this this soundtrack, definitely a top. I, that could This could be a top five of that era. Soul Food soundtrack. A song for mama, boys to men. The first time I ever heard Jay-Z was on this soundtrack. 
and he was on <laughs> Fix Remix by Blackstreet. It, it was titled Call Me on here. You remember that song from the movie? You know, Soul Food, and when Miles had that group, they had Babyface, KC, and JoJo, my man from After 7, in that group. Man, that, show, that song was dope. What about us? Total. Listen, man. Timberland was in his bag. Drew Hill, we're not making love no more. Outcast in due time. Nigga, what? And it had uh, September by uh, fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire. They threw that shit on there. This this probably the great it, this this probably a top two soundtrack of the nineties and two thousands. Space Jam. There was not. It was probably one whack song on here, and even that shit was good. Fly like an eagle. Coolio the winner. Space Jam by Quad City DJs. As corny as that shit was, that song was dope. I believe I can fly. We all know that. But hit them high with Be Real, Busta, Coolio, LL, and Method Man. One of the top five best posse cuts ever. For you, I will. Monica. I uh, I mean, all of my days with R. Kelly changing faces and hoes. Then this nigga Jay-Z ghost wrote a song and they had Bugs Bunny's voice rapping the lyrics. Jay-Z was getting paid to ghost write for niggas in the mid-90s. Like that nigga was the go-to guy. Let's see. A thin line between love and hate. I could probably say was the best. That was probably number one to me. Like, The Thin Line Between Love and Hate was already a great movie. But, nigga, do you understand, man? Beware of my crew. Y'all remember that song? By the LBC crew in the movie? Like... West Coast rap, man, was great in the 90s. The H-Town and Shirley Murdoch joint and Roger Troutman, thin line between love and hate. Adina Howard had a dope song. R. Kelly, Freak Tonight. I suggest y'all got to check that song out. That's one of R. Kelly's best songs. I know that's kind of hard when you have a 25-year illustrious career, but that's one of my favorites. Had Looney's on here, Drew Down, Roger Troutman had a solo joint, Tevin Campbell covered Stevie Wonder's Knocks Me Off My Feet, Eric Benet song was out of there, Waiting to Hexel, that's a top five, that's a top five soundtrack right there, Waiting to Exhale, Whitney Houston had her joints, all three of them shits was out of there. That count on me, motherfucking. Why does it hurt so bad? Ex- exhale, shoot, shoot. Sitting up in my room was on here. TLC had a joint. SWV, Patty LaBelle. That was like R&B heaven. The Wash soundtrack. That's one of my favorites. 
Dr. Dre had them joints, man. That goddamn on the boulevard. That's one of the best Dre beats. Bad intentions. Out of there. My joint on there was Good Lovin' by this artist named Shanta who was supposed to be signed to Aftermath. Shorty was spitting on there in high tech. He bodied that beat. Exhibit had get fucked up with me. Bilal joint was crazy. Truth Hurst joint was wild. Wild Wild West soundtrack. That was a good one. That's probably like top 15. Had Dre and M, Faith Evans. My joint was the guy when Guy reunited. You know, Teddy Riley, Aaron Hall group. Yeah, the best. That was my shit. They had Black Street on here. The Will Smith joint was cool. It was corny as fuck, but it was dope. And then last, but definitely not least, the 8 Mile soundtrack. That's definitely in that top 10 range. Lose Yourself. Love Me with 50 Cent and Eminem and Obi. That 8 Mile song Eminem had was nuts. Adrenaline Rush with Obi. I got places to go. I got people to see. That's that 50 right there. That this rap game. Man, Jay-Z and Freeway joint was nuts. Exhibit Spit Shine. Let me tell you something, man. Exhibit's got to be one of the most underrated rappers of all time. Pimp My Ride really ruined his career. Like, Exhibit had the potential to be, like, a top 50 rapper. X lyrically, like... That nigga was out of there, bro. Like, Spitshine, it had to be one of X's greatest joints, man. Then you got the You Wanna Be Me with Nas. He was dissing Jay-Z on there. Rakim had that hard ass song on here, Gangstar, Rabbit Run. I'm pretty sure it was more soundtracks, but I got to get the fuck out of here before y'all niggas fall asleep. You know, but when it comes down to nostalgia, I could talk about that shit 24 hours straight, no chaser. I could talk about the 90s and 2000s because that's where I fucking grew up at. That's where all my, you know, I got all my music from. But, man, I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, man. I'm going to let y'all marinate on this shit.